right. Now we have evidence. All right. Clarence, you think, Clarence you, Darrow will be happy. I'm, I, I, the thing is, is that I, I say that, and I think everybody thinks I'm being funny. You're not. This has come in. I, I know. I, no, I, it's just part of, the, part of the rules and regulations, <laughs> like logging stuff in and everything else. This has come in handy well, more than once. I forgot to say good, money, good morning. It's a uh, beautiful day in the neighborhood. Uh, uh, a wonderful, fair, and warmer day in the great state of Indiana. Yes, in, in great yeah, I got to tell you, it hasn't been that long ago, and this happens more than once. I've had somebody accuse me of saying something about their child on the air during a game. Oh, and I can go back to right where that spot is, and what I do is I cut that section out that they're talking, and I send it to them. I say, "Okay, where's what you said?" I said, yeah. <laughs> "Well, where is it? Because that wasn't that wasn't what you, you I, may have heard that, <laughs> but that's not what was said." So I understand it's uh, coming in me, handy the way parents are anymore. Oh, I, well, I had a, a guy in a news story do that one time. Well, I never said that. It's just when you wanting me fired and everything with my, my oh. editor. And I said, so I said, get a meeting with him. So why? I said, cause I got him on tape. Oh. So we bring the guy in and sit him down. And I just hit the button. I said, is that your voice? <laughs> Ended the meeting pretty how bright, quick. How bright, bright red a face did he have? Uh, I don't know. And and that's the thing. People got to understand, and Kathy and I have talked about this 100,000 times. When you are in that open meeting, if you yeah. make a comment while they are taking yeah. minutes, that comment is in the record. It is public record. So if you say you something. You don't want to say anything exactly. that. Yeah, I get exactly. it. Exactly. You don't want to say anything that you don't want quoted because it is. Now, I don't usually but if somebody says something that there was a, there's been more than once that a, a, a patron has made a comment that's threatening yeah or whatever you you, you can't back off that i mean you know i now, get it what you owe them is to quote them exactly so that there's no you know you know what i'm saying you can't yeah. paraphrase it if you can't go back and find that section of tape you can't use it, in my mind, because even though you know you heard it, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, by the way, for uh, boys and girls of all ages out there in Radio Land, uh, this is a continuation of a discussion we yeah. had just before <laughs> we went on the air. Yeah. Sometimes so. I think we ought to start the mics before we go on the air. That'd be interesting. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes the topics of discussion are rather interesting. Uh, Eye-opening sometimes. <laughs> enlightening. How about enlightening? We'll say enlightening. That's that's always a good word to use. Lightning is a good word. Enlightening. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, yeah. Hey, uh, so, so uh, it's, you know, it's been a whole, a whole week since the last time I was on here. Yeah. Uh, just exactly what have you been doing this week? Did you did you make uh, Topeka and, uh, and uh, did the... Uh, Dean of sports around here, Dean Huppert. He uh, took care of me. He's a good guy. Well, he, I almost, I almost, me. I was almost, I almost messaged him and said, "Hey, <laughs> Dean, uh, would you, would you, would you mess with Rusty for me?" Those of you, when who- Rusty walks in, would you, would you tell him <laughs> that, that that I told you to take good care of him or something? You know, just to get. <laughs> he does a nice job up nah, there. Dean's a good guy. Uh, and um, those of you who don't know, you, everybody remembers Dean Huppert, who uh, was 
for years and years and years and years. Uh, television sports guy. Uh, and a um, Bremen High School graduate. Bremen High School grad. We played b- baseball against well, each other. Well, he was uh, the little kid running around yep. at the ball diamond. He and his brother Mike were the little kids running around the ball diamond when I was playing over there. And him and his brother both played when I was playing yeah. at Plymouth. Yeah. Um, but, and they're. <laughs> brother well, especially Mike's, a heck Mike's, of a player. <laughs> well, Mike's Mike's got a state softball championship yeah. too. So yeah, I mean, they both were good players. Been successful, but he is now the athletic director at uh, Mishawaka. Yeah, um, and does a nice job yeah. for them. Uh, but yeah, I, he uh, he was kind of surprised the last time we were up there earlier this year. I said, "This is my favorite place to broadcast." I hope you know that. And he says, "Well, I won't tell anybody in Plymouth." I said, "You don't have to." I tell them yeah. that whenever I'm there. It's so. And I, you know, that's a I, nice. That's a nice old. Gym. There's not too many of those left. And if you get down on the floor, and I know you, um, I've sat on the floor before. You played. Uh, well, I I don't know how much basketball you played, but you at least in I, gym I, class. I, I wrestled the old Centennial poorly. Gym. Remember the old Centennial? Uh, gym? I remember the last game in Centennial yeah. Gym because the very next morning, we headed down to uh, Chuck Johnson, loaded us up in the car, and took us down to Southport. For the one day at that time, uh, one day state wrestling final. Ooh. That was back when you had a sectional with a bunch of schools. Right. You had to win to go on. Only win to go on. Uh, You had a 16-team regional, which was at John Adams. Yeah. And if you didn't win, you didn't go to the state. Yeah. And you went from the regional directly to the state, and of course you didn't pass go and collect any money. Sure, but you went down to Southport, and I was down there a couple times when, when I was in high school. But he loaded us up, and we got a we got a Holiday Inn room or something down there, and there must have been I don't know eight of us on the floor or something. You know, my <laughs> God, we you know, and you know there was you know it took whoever wanted to go. You know they loaded sure. up, we loaded yeah. up, we all we all slept in the floor in there somewhere. Yeah. And, uh, of course, uh, that was the good old days, you know, sleeping on the floor. I uh, went down and watched Phil Coburn wrestle, and Ooh. I think he was... Yep, I remember Phil. Uh, I'm not sure if he was the first or second Plymouth wrestler to ever make it to well, state I think finals. he was first. Yeah. I was thinking there might have been somebody around Phil Greenlee's age, but I don't think so. I'm relatively certain he I was think the first Phil one. was, yeah. and then Bob Reed was the second one. Yeah. And I was down there when he was there. Um, yeah, it's, that's getting back there. That was a long time ago. But you remember the old Centennial gym. Oh, God, yes, yes. Uh, matter of fact, the la- who was the last game with? Uh, Rochester. Yeah, and who you. played for Rochester Bruce and then Grimm came to Plymouth? For, yes. Yeah. yeah. The next year he was in Plymouth, wasn't he? That, well, actually in Triton. <laughs> that, uh, uh, that was a um, – um, Centennial gym was an absolute snake pit, as it was called back in the day. Yeah. Because Home you were right on advantage. top of everybody. Home court advantage. Yes, especially when the court wasn't the full wasn't length, regulation you know? size. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I. But uh, there is something about that. Laporte. Does Laporte still play in the old gym up there anymore? No. Are they a new one? No. You know what I'm talking about? No, I have no. Oh, you've idea never been in the old no. old gym? No. Oh, it was built along the same lines as Centennial with the. The, the the block concrete block around it and then the the it was built you know the design was kind of right. like kind of like it was bigger yeah. a little bit bigger the same thing I mean yeah. just just a pit I I remember going up there and watching Plymouth play basketball when I was in school and, and even out of school 
that was a tough place to win, no matter how good Laporte was. That was was um, a rough place to play. Home court advantage. Yeah, exactly. But at, at Mishawaka, I get a chance to go down on the floor after the game, and the way the lights and everything in that room look, yeah, just just brings back the yeah. old days when I was a little kid shooting baskets at Centennial yeah. Gym. It looks that, but yeah. there's something about the lights. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Newer gyms, everything has a different. Yeah, it's but like this, the newer gyms have a plastic look. To yeah, them. there's just you know, like this, just, this yeah. yellow glow that kind of yeah. has a. It, it's just a. It's totally got an aura. It's look. got an aura about it. Exactly. When you yeah. And it was and being down there that hit me when I was down there, uh, the end of the game the other night. I'm thinking this is this is just, you know, I'm thinking how could you not love playing here? This is just this yeah. would be like shooting at this old Centennial, and uh, it's just a cool old place. And we had a lot of folks go up. I was really happy to see it, it was a big crowd from yeah. Plymouth there. I uh, last time I was in there, um, Craig Shuey was the Mishawaka coach. A long time ago. That's a long time ago. And I knew Craig. I played ball against Craig, so I, you know, I knew, I, you know, I knew Craig, and I. We, there was four or five of us went up, and uh, and uh, but that's the last time I've been in the gym. I uh, actually thought about going up Saturday night, but stuff got away from me, and I never. Yeah. It, it's I. Stuff got away from me too. What a well, day! What a did, day! That did you was. make it? Did how how much before game time did you get there? Um, it was fine because the uh, boys' game got over, and I didn't go home. I just came straight. Oh, you just no sense of going home. Yeah. That was so. A- I just had dinner, a nice leisurely dinner. Uh, uh, early dinner, early bird, early, early bird it special. Four thirty. By the time I got yeah. done, it was six, and that's it was time to get, time to get, get there, yeah. set up, and everything else. So it wasn't you stop too bad. At, you stop at Doc Pierce's while you were in Mishawaka? No, huh? I didn't even know that's still there anymore. Is there? Yeah, that used to be the place. Back well, in the, the guys day. got that got the Emporium and a couple other places up there. Yeah, I, I'm I don't I don't think I've ever been there. Ever. Never been to Doc Pierce's. No, I saw your sister in there one day. Uh, last time I was in, well, no, I was in there. No, it's not the last time I was up there. Uh, uh, it was date night, and I was oh, yeah. seeing somebody, and I ran into your sister up there. That's how many how long ago it was. I knew who she was. And I was kind of surprised. I thought, which heck, sister? Know? My youngest or my older, 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 older one? Oh, Mindy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I. That, uh, that was a while ago. She hasn't been a up long there. time yeah. ago. This is probably thirty. Oh yeah, easily. Five, easily. Thirty-five anyway. Yeah, it'd have to be at least. Yeah, you're right. It would have to be that about, long. About ago. 35. Yeah, yeah. but it would uh, have to be. She was up there with. Uh, I think there was four or six of them. They had a bigger table there. There was boys and girls both sitting at she the table. She may have come over from. I think she was teaching at Northridge at that time, and she may have come over. I'm not sure. I, I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't. Anyway, know. at that point, I was. Uh, so uh, doing you other survived days. the weekend. Survived uh, the weekend. How did you survive the weekend? What did you do? Uh, I did a lot of snow shoveling. <laughs> uh, I got lucky. I got I, my I, sons did that. I got. Uh, I finished up uh, touching everything up yesterday, <laughs> and uh, well, I dug out a spot for the with the garbage can and the recycling can and. Now the now the now the my favorite post office guy that uh, delivers my mail uh, every day except Thursday, 
and uh, he, he's got a place to, he can walk up now and get to both mailboxes and everything's good. So what have we got to we're touching up our snow shoveling. Think about that. Think about that statement. I, I, I had to touch up what, what I'd already done. That, well, that, I did Some of it, say? I mean, I had to go back over it again because we got more snow. Well, yeah, but. But I, I had to dig out, basically had to dig out a place for, you know, you can't put the garbage cans out in the road because it won't be the garbage truck that runs over them. It'll be somebody else runs over them. <laughs> And then if they ruin it, who gets stuck paying for a new garbage can? I do. You know? I would say the uh, Runnies insurance ought to pay for uh, that. Good luck finding them. <laughs> you, got uh, it. you got the one with the garbage on the front of the car. That's, a, nah, that's easy got the, to find. The green, the, the, the green plastic on the front of it. <laughs> yeah. Or blue plastic, whatever. Yeah. You know, basically what, what, <laughs> I, what I did, uh, I had a plan commission meeting last Tuesday night. And I had enough. Uh, I had enough stuff at home anyway. I, I picked up a couple things that afternoon. Nothing major. I didn't, you know, I don't smoke, so I didn't need to get my carton of cigarettes to get through. Uh, but I, you know, I just basically cocooned. I didn't go anywhere. I cocooned. How many smokers do you know now? Because I don't know hardly uh, any. I know a few. I mean, there's a, a couple. I, I don't I even know, hardly ever. Few. See anybody smoking anymore? Well, you can't. I, I mean, I well, can't. Yeah, I couldn't right. light one up in here. I mean, you can't. A lot of places you can't you can't do it anymore, so you don't see anybody. And to be honest, I don't go out that much anymore. Yeah, they all vape. But they now. still sell. Uh, they're still selling everything. I know, but they all, everybody buys those little electronic things. Even even cigarettes have gone high tech. Well, yeah. there's all sorts of stuff, and you know, I mean, it's just. Uh, Anyway, I uh, I stayed in, uh, binged watched uh, Jack Ryan, the first two seasons of that on Prime. I don't even know what that is. Uh, uh, the modern day version of a spy. Uh, okay. He's an analyst, and uh, he's an analyst because uh, he can run numbers really good. He he spots uh, things that aren't supposed to be there when he's looking at numbers. Uh, and he ended up, uh, worked for the CIA and they ended up sending him out in the field. And, uh, one of the years he, uh, saved us from the air, from one of the Arab, uh, uh, oh. groups. And then the other year he, uh, took out a, uh, terrible robber oil baron who was running Venezuela, you know, made both of them, you know, safe for democracy and all the rest of stuff. So. <laughs> Uh, I, 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 I started a while, you know, I, first I thought it was a movie and then I get in there. Oh my gosh, this is a series. And then you can, when I, when I, when I, and I, unfortunately, (laughs) I I hate to start those things because I spent three days, one day, three days, honest to God, three days watching all the season of house of cards. I took three days of my life and watched the entire run of house of cards. It was good, but I felt, you know, I mean, when you get done, it's like, Oh my God, I wasted, you know, it was good. But it wasn't good enough to waste three days in a row right. with, you know. Right. It was the same with this one. I, I finished up about three in the morning a couple of days ago with it. And uh, uh, it was good. You know, I enjoyed it. But still. You know, almost everybody I know, we talked about nobody smoking. Almost everybody I know does just exactly that. They binge watch. They don't, people don't, don't. 
have a special day where oh I got to be there oh, for my Wednesday show. At it's seven. Like, I'm going to yeah. watch Bonanza. You yeah. Know, you it's, know, now yeah. it's like it's Wednesday at seven. I'm going to watch an entire season of oh. Joe's Diner or whatever that show, yeah. whatever their show is. And now it's, I I don't get Netflix. I just happen to have somebody that let me access. So. Oh, okay. You're uh, one of those. No, not anymore because he's he's dropped it. It was a friend of a friend and. And uh, I just asked him, I said, because I, I, I wanted to see House, it's the only thing I've watched on there is House, I watch House Cards. And uh, I, I just. Uh, well, I got to tell you, I have a friend of mine who's a stand-up comedian. One of, one of his bits is, you can tell how serious a relationship is by whether you have the Netflix code or not. <laughs> so that was. I, I well, judge I don't that have, that. I don't have, I don't have Netflix. I thought about it, but. <laughs> My gosh, you know what I got? I got it. I I still get Dish, and I get, I don't get everything, but I get enough to. And I I still, you know, is is it uh, is it expensive? Yeah, but you know what? It. I like it. I don't do that much stuff anymore. And it's a diversion. And I enjoy and yeah. I enjoy it because it's. I don't have to get up and switch eight different things around to get into it i don't have to worry about if this is working or that's working i just sit there and turn the tv set on and turn that on and off we go see and i, I, don't, I don't mind it i love movies i've got and i don't i don't get hbo or showtime but i i netflix has a lot of them on i love movies and i love going to movies that's you know my wife and i both it's one thing we really have in common we both love well, going I, to the I theater i actually wish they'd start putting something out again because yeah. they've since covid i mean all that's been cut back but i understand why yeah. because i like love going to the theater love yeah, seeing i like my, i do too but i don't like dropping 200 dollars to watch a movie and have a bucket of popcorn it, yeah, it is I get so that. I get expensive that. and it's something that it's easier for us to do now because it's just the two of us that go and so we go a lot more it's not as expensive but you know, back in the day when I was taking five guys to see Iron Man, yeah, that was that was a week's pay, and yeah, and so Netflix gives me a chance, and those services give me a chance to see those movies without having to pay that kind of money to see them. I'm I tell you what, I'm starting to watch uh, more of uh, of uh, Turner Classic. It, I, yeah, I, I, I like I, I still like the black stuff in black and white. See, I don't. It, well, yeah, but you're a little younger. I grew up with a lot of yeah, black and white. Well, so did I. So, I mean, we didn't have then, a color uh, television until I was a sudden, kindergarten. All of a sudden on Fox now, the last, I don't know, couple months, Fox movie channel or something comes on. It's around 387 on the, on the the somewhere up in there. And they're showing a lot of uh, Roy Rogers stuff the the yeah. a lot of the old the original the early oh, yeah. john wayne stuff you know yeah and not just westerns they're showing other stuff i saw uh what was the one i saw sydney potier was in it the other night um to serve with love is that the one where he teaches yeah. yes i saw that the other That's night a great movie. it is it really is a very very good i think it's that was friday great night great film yeah it was uh he was a great actor <laughs> Yeah, it was. And the most amazing thing is when you hear his story, he didn't speak English. Yeah. He he learned English from a guy that was his boss at the restaurant he worked at when he first came to this country. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he... Because uh, I know when he... Didn't he get some kind of an honor or something He did, lately? just, just and, before he died. And that know, was been, one of the people he... He died 
fairly recently, you know. And that was one of the people that he pointed out in his, yeah. you know, speech was, you know, I none of this would have happened if that guy hadn't taken the time to teach a kid English. Yeah. Um, he really had no business teaching when push comes to shove. Yeah, you know? but I mean, you know, it was like, well, yeah. he doesn't spell teaching. Well, you'd be surprised how little quirky things like that uh, change lives. Change, oh, yeah. You know, change the world, so to speak. You it's never not, know. It's not the stuff that you think. It's, no. It's something quirky that all of a sudden sends you in a different direction. And never gets recognized. I mean, I, look at, I mean, look at, to be real honest, you know, I mean, here we are today, Monday the 6th or 7th or whatever it is. And if, you, if we each look back in our lives and the people that are listening can do the same thing is the quirky things that got you to the point where you're at today. You know, oh, yeah. we've all had several, at least several in our, in our lives, just a fluke. Yeah. That just changed everything. Changed everything. Send us in a different direction. Even if it was just changing your point of view on something. Correct. Absolutely I remember correct. I had a couple of teachers, uh, professors in college that I would have, cons- to this day, Were they consider- liberal professors? I'm, you know, those liberal college professors? Jeez. I'm just messing with you. Jeez. I will tell you that these two guys were, every in every way, second fathers to me. I mean, I looked up to them that way, the same way I looked up to my dad. And the things that they made me see, my history professor, who was my academic advisor, yeah, spent a lot of time with him. He was one, I think he's still teaching, uh, was one of the greatest men I've ever known. Uh, just because he had a certain set of ethics that he believed in, and he lived by them. It wasn't one of those things where I'm going to say this is what you should do and then not do that much. Anything he he would say on that line, he was living that. He was walking the talk. It was, and, you know, and then the other thing that he... Okay, he may have been liberal. I don't know. Yeah, I never asked him. Cares, what it, you know? it didn't matter. Well, and, but, what's, and what's the definite, you know... Your definition of that is could be different than mine or somebody else's anyway. So the, anyway, go ahead. The thing that made him fascinating or that impacted me the most was the fact that I know he didn't agree with a lot. I was young, dumb, and you know what. Yeah. So, you know, he, even though he, I know he didn't agree with it, if you could logically argue it with him. Yeah. He was fine with it. Yeah. I mean, you could say, because every test we had he after didn't know, a certain he, point. In other words, he basically told you by doing that, he doesn't know everything. Well, what he told me was, my opinion isn't the only one that makes a difference. Let's yeah. talk about yeah. this. You know, and if you can, get it. can. And so every test we got from him, once it was the, you know, the, the major Were they classes, essays? Every test was an essay test. Oh. Every single test. Well, one thing's for sure. You got to know your stuff. And he expected you to do that so my final my senior year for my last history class yeah. was a foreign relations class your cap your capstone class my, yeah speaking, the huh? last one i had to take it was a 400 those 400 level classes yeah, 300 through 400 are all you have to have yeah. them for your major well the very last one i had to have was a foreign relations class and the final exam was three questions three essay questions and you only had to pick two of them to answer and each of them were about two page answers honestly we all there was only like six of us in the class because that's all the history majors there were at at bethel at that time and uh we asked him if you know because the class ran from like two to four 
something like that, like a two-hour class. We asked him if we could come in at noon and start the test because we didn't think we could finish it by four. Yeah. With two questions. Yeah, I get it. And so we all came in and sat there for the whole afternoon. And But that was the thing about him. If you could argue your point of view logically yeah. and give – it was the right answer. I get it. There was no right or wrong answer. There was only right or wrong reasoning and thinking to get to that answer. Well, there's too bad it's not more of that in the world today. Oh, my God, yes. That's why it frustrates me to watch what's going on in the world because obviously we haven't had too many teachers like that in a long time. I, uh, I had um, um, not so many when I went the first time. I went and took about a nine-year sabbatical and went back and actually finished up my bachelor's degree and my it was my 40th birthday present to myself i was a very non-traditional student right and i was out of school 14 before i got an associate's degree uh i liked mike matsky matsky out at uh, ancilla he was the business prophet at the time right. out there uh he'd worked for dow jones and he was he came out of the region you know and he you know i was getting into playing ball and and he pl- played a little bit up there when he was much younger, but he, right. he knew he knew who some of the guys were up. But anyway, he was he was really good about things. Uh, I had an econ professor at IUSB the first time I went up there by the name of George Wing, and he had his tests were three essay questions. Yep. He gave three tests, and he was a great instructor, but boy, were his tests a Bear. Oh, you aren't kidding! And I yeah. mean a bear. And I, I ended up getting. I got a, I got a C on the last test, and I spent a week solid on this thing. And I went in and said something to him, and I said, "I got a question." I said, "I studied blah 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 blah," and I said, "I only got a C on this test." And he looked at me and he said, "You got the second highest grade in the class." That, yeah, that's Doctor Mallory. And and and, and yeah. he and I said, "What was the other one?" He says, "I have one girl in here, who's just way up here, and yeah. she got an A." I said, "How in the world? Yeah, did she get an A on this thing?" Oh, that was the thing with Doctor Mallory too. <clears throat> and, he got an A from him. It was a red letter oh, day yeah. on campus, oh, yeah, yeah, not yeah, just yeah. in his class. And the guy, I mean, the guy, the guy was it. great, and he and I was in his office. And he had two purple hearts and a bronze star from from World War II, you know. And and so you know, and and he had uh, run a he was a economic advisor to Thailand and and he uh, uh, and we got talking one day and and he said the only difference between uh, uh, he said when you get when you graduate whether it's IUSB or Harvard. He said, "Yeah, you may get your foot in the door first at Harvard, but if they can't do the job, you still got They're gone. Yeah, you know, no ends if. He said, "That's the way it is." Yeah, you know, they get their foot in the door, but they're gone. And I had when I went back the second time, I picked, I was trustee at the time, and I was dealing with I criminal justice stuff. I occasionally in the office, I get you know some the old man to get thrown in jail or something, and I went up just out of curiosity and took an intro class to criminal justice. And I loved it. And a guy named Mike Carrington taught the class. Right. And Mike was the director of security up there. He'd worked for South Bend as a liaison with the police department. And his uh, his capstone was he was uh, the U.S. Marshal for Northern Indiana when Clinton was right. president. Yeah. Yeah, very credible. Oh, my gosh. He's, you know, extremely credible guy. Uh, still alive. Uh 
I was in class, and he came in and said that uh, his son had died. And he came into class and said, there won't be any class today, my, my son. And he talked a little bit about it. And he and it was an accident. And just, you know, just, right, just yeah, was, yeah, I mean, yeah. just what do you do? Right. And uh, he talked about his daughters and was a, was a nurse and stuff, same time. But uh, I've seen him at different, occasionally different functions. And I always make a point of stopping and saying, I know you don't remember me, but right. I remember yeah. you. And I bumped into him some, from several times since then. And I always tell him how, you know, and he basically lit the fire. And I probably had six classes with him. I had a criminalistic class long before um, CSI was ever on, you know, never even thought of, wasn't even on, you know. And our final classes, we had to tech emergency. It was laid out and we had to walk in and we had so much time in a notepad. And we had to tech, including lifting fingerprints. Yeah. Off glass and and you know the whole the whole stuff. Uh, we had an anhydrin. We had a little fish bowl with uh, super glue in there. We could steam up. And uh, I uh, I used to donate to IUSB and I earmarked everything I had ever anything I sent up there had to go to the criminalistics lab. Okay. Yeah. And I mean that was you know I I it was it's like putting a puzzle together. And uh, we had, uh, I had a couple city cops. I had one couple guys that worked burglary, bur- the burglary squad, two of those guys in there. And, uh, but he lit a fire and uh, my capstone class, we had to write a 20 page paper, anything we wanted to write it on criminal justice wise. And I looked, I, I wrote mine on confidence games, <coughs> white, white collar stuff. You know, we've discussed my dislike right. for yeah. white collar crime. Yeah. But uh, I, I wrote it on uh, confidence games, Carney, you know, Carney, anything from a street con all the way up to uh, uh, basically a Bernie Madoff type scam, you know, right. something like that. And they all got the same theme. But uh, uh, and I, I loved it. And I, that's what I got my degree in. And uh, uh, I, I, I just in, I enjoyed going back. So do you like the CSI series? Uh, you know, I, I don't really watch. I don't watch that much. I really don't watch that much TV, but when CSI first came out and they're working in the lab, yeah. you know, I'm sitting there watching and it's like, oh, I've done that. Yeah. You know, I know what that is. I know how that works. You so know? you could do DNA processing like no, in, no, no, in, no, no, before no, the no, first no, commercial no, no, break. No, 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 One of the things, uh, one of the things we did with, with, uh, with, uh, and Marty Gersey was the other guy that taught the class and he was a tech, at, one of the techs at South Bend. And he would he was still working, and he would come in and talk about crime scenes they right. had, and talked about a couple you know had a couple stories, and we had uh, uh, who did the uh, the the autopsies up there, uh, Rick. Uh, anyway, uh, we had uh, we had one uh, one class on autopsy, saw all the slides, you know. Uh, guys at different ways of people uh, doing themselves in or right. being done in. Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, we ended up getting an opportunity to visit uh, the state, state police crime lab at Lowell. Okay. One, one yeah. Friday, we, we all met over there who could go, and we got a tour of it, and he arranged it. That would be cool. And it was. And uh, ran into one lady over there that did the serology stuff, and... Uh, um, 
I asked her, you know, asked her a question. I says, uh, I said, you know who these people are when they come in to do this stuff, don't you? And she said, well, their names are on there. I says, you ever run across any that you knew? And she said, yes. Uh. And uh, I said, how was that to deal with? I was looking at more how do they, you know, how do they deal with the stuff? Right. And she said she was a neighbor lady. She got raped and killed. Right. And uh, she said, you know, it hit. But she said, I did my job. You know, that's, they do their job. You yeah. Know, that's, that's the thing, you know. I, uh, I, the, I could not do that. There is no chance in the world I could, could do that. I, I find it fascinating. Yeah. I might be able to be one of the people in the lab. Yeah. But actually processing is well, there's she was, no Well, way. she wasn't processing no the scene. She was, in the, she was in the lab. Uh, met the guy that did the uh, the uh, the gun test, you know, the, the right. all that. And I asked him, I said, well, uh, so have you ever, you know, when you go to court, I said, have you ever, you ever been challenged or, you know, because you're an expert witness? And he said, well, he said, I had to go in a couple. Uh, he said, I had one not too long ago. I had to go in and I said, do you ever get any opposition? He said, yeah. He says, I've had this a couple of times. And he says, both the guys that were opposing me, I trained. <laughs> so, and they had worked here and then right. retired and, yeah. you know, gone out and offered their services for money to whoever might want to use them uh, to dispute anything. But he says, I trained both of them. He's kind of laughing about it, you know. <laughs> I'm sure they all went went down to the closest bar when they got out of out of there and told old stories for a while. There is uh, there is no chance I could process this thing. I had uh, no I had chance. a I had a good, I, I you know it was an it was an it was a neat it was an interesting class. Right. You know I don't have the science. I, I'm kind of geeky, but I'm not. I'm getting more geeky the older I get because I'm just so fascinated at all the stuff they've come up with. But uh. I, at one point when I first went to college, in the back of my head, I was thinking that I would really like to be somebody in a lab. Yeah. So I love chemistry, still do love chemistry, but I'm not. Let's put it this way: I'm not detail oriented enough to there was, to be in that position. There was a there was a uh, we uh, it was we got into a couple kind of gory cases because that Osco murder happened yeah, at that yeah, time, exactly. and Marty was one of the guys that, that sure. teched that. And oh, they knew who it was. Oh, they 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 just don't have enough to to make sure that they can. He doesn't. There's no wiggle room. But they had one where they had a a retired high school principal from up there had gotten killed in in his garage in the summertime he talked about it and uh me being uh uh me uh the guy had been in the garage in like hundred and some degree heat you know with the garage right yeah 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 and he was there for three or four days oh and oh that's when you get the 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 vicks Uh. and you put it on cotton balls and you shove it up each nostril anyway so I asked him, I said, well, you know, and they determined time of death. I said, well, you know, as, as they, the body is, as you decompose, you know, you get maggots. Right. And I said, did you? And he sat there and he said, yes, we collected those in baby food jars. Yes. And he said, we sent them down to Purdue because Purdue had an, I think he was an entomologist down there yeah. that was world renowned. As an expert witness, I mean, he wrote the book on this stuff. And he said that's how they ended up nailing the, the, the two guys that did it. And, he, and I, had, I knew somebody that was, uh, went to St. Joe in Rensselaer when it was still open. You know, it was still St. Joe. Right. And he would come up there 
and teach one class at Rensselaer each semester. Right. And she happened to have him. And, and, and she asked, I asked her, I said, well, you're taking criminal. I said, you know, what are you taking? She said, well, I'm taking this. I said, uh, oh, I said, there's a guy down at Purdue that's, you know, I mean, that's the expert. And she said, she started laughing. She said, yeah, he comes, he's teaching my class. He comes up and teaches one. Really? I said, you learn everything you can learn from this yeah. guy. Because he's just, he was brilliant. Yeah. Anyway. I, I just wonder how you get into that, where you study bugs that, you know what I'm saying? Why, how would you study? How would you decide yeah. that's what you wanted to do with your life? Is look at you got you got you got to be a little geeky. You got to be a little <laughs> geeky and anyway, a little different. I uh, yeah. Uh, you know we got a lot of stuff going on right now. We need probably you want you want to do a song real Let's quick. Let's do a song. Okay, then we'll come back. Um, why don't we? Here we go. I got this. Now, what do you want? Do you want the, I want the artist? You want oh this? No. Oh life. yeah. No chance. Oh no oh, chance. Oh oh, oh 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 oh. No chance on this one. Oh, somebody might. They've no all chance. heard. Oh, they've all heard the song. No Gosh. chance on this one. Oh, people have all heard this one. No chance on this. Very one. famous. Very 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 famous. <sighs> all right. I'll tell you what. I'm so confident that nobody's going to get this. Now maybe I shouldn't do that because I don't. Want, You've eaten your words before, we're, you know that. We're gonna, well, yeah, but we're gonna. Well, <clears throat> let's just let's just let's drop just it, play it. a song. Yeah, How's let's that? just do that. We're gonna if, if you know the artist that sang this nine three six four zero nine six, you get the joy of knowing you're one of the most brilliant song knowers in our audience. I, I hope we didn't turn anybody everybody off by yeah. that by the. The, uh, by the bugs, by the bugs, yeah. the maggots, and yeah. everything, you know. So, well, this will well, this will be a nice. It's after breakfast and before lunch, so we're probably all right. Hopefully. Uh, anyway, if you know the artist, five seven four nine three six four zero nine six. I got a feeling I'm going to have to eat my words here. Uh, hang on. I need to do this and then do this and do that. And uh, caller, I need your uh, your first name. Sherry. 
Sherry. Okay, Sherry, do you know who's singing that song? Is it Etta James? <laughs> Correct. Ding, 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 ding. That's, uh, that's uh, incredible. That's incredible, Sherry. Studio audience is really happy for you. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for listening and playing our little game. Thanks. Bye. I'll talk to you later. Maybe. <laughs> if she calls back. Do we need a word from our sponsor? Yeah, we chance? do. Uh, let's do something first, though. Let us roll these dice. And the square pair? Sherry, you might be lucky today if you can be caller number... Ooh. Eight. Caller number eight. 936-4096-574-936-4096. Caller eight. Going to get some scratch-offs from the Hoosier Lottery, so start calling. You're always up for some fun with the family. So you order the essentials, a new board game, some baking supplies, and even a new projector for outdoor movie night. And with the Bank of America customized cash rewards credit card, you can choose to earn 3% cash back on online shopping, which could increase to up to 5.25% as a preferred rewards member. Rewards which you can put toward an extra treat that everyone will enjoy, like an old-fashioned popcorn machine. Visit bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding and apply now. Copyright 2021 Bank of America Corporation. If you want to know what's going on in Marshall County, just reach for the Pilot News. Local government, people, and places. Since 1851, the Pilot News has been Marshall County's only daily local newspaper. So when you want to know what's happening around town, pick up the Pilot News. Call 936-3101 today and have everything in Marshall County delivered to your doorstep. The Pilot News. At Co-Alliance Propane, we treat our customers like neighbors because it's exactly what we are. Co-Alliance isn't some company across the country. We're across the county. We work, play, and live right here in Marshall County with programs like Summer Fill, Budget, and Fixed Price. You can choose the program that works best for you. Visit co-alliancepropane.com for more details, including 50 free gallon offers for new and existing customers. Co-Alliance Propane, seriously local. tuned in to What's Your Opinion on WTCA Employment. Be part of the conversation by calling 574-936-4096 or text the show at 574-307-6647. And now here's Kathy and Rusty. Oops. I'm not Kathy. No, you're She's not. much better looking than I am. See, I'm... Jim will say that for sure. I know that. I'm uh, kind of uh, keeping with the theme. See, if you, if you love somebody, Fred, you got to set them on fire. Is that right? Yeah. Well, the only thing Advice I remember... Advice from our artist today. The stuff I remember seeing set on fire was when I was a kid and CBS News would show the pictures of the, of the religious individuals over in Vietnam when they were on fire. Yeah, well, you know when you yeah. were having evening dinner, you know. So yeah, that was I. You grew up with that too, huh? Oh, absolutely. You were older than I was. Oh, so yeah. You understood a lot more of of that than I did. No, I kept looking at each. I'd look at the calendar year and think, oh my gosh, I'm one year closer to that. You know. 
Yeah, that was a that was a weird time to grow up in because it was it was just a weird time to grow up in. I think. Well, you know, I used to listen to Abby Hoffman and Jerry Rubin. Never trust anybody over thirty until I became thirty, and that kind of went out the window. <laughs> so they were fun to watch. Especially when the sitting mayor of Chicago uh, told the police force if anybody got out of line to shoot to kill, you know. That was... Uh, that was back in the day, you know. I'll that tell was, you what. That, I, I did a... Uh, we had to do... Well, talking about college again, we had to do um, a thesis for our junior and senior year. Okay. Junior year. Senior year, I did one on what I wanted to teach, which was the uh, early Persian Empire with Cyrus and that kind of stuff. I so thought maybe you said you were going to teach me to no, be on the I, radio. I did. Uh, and you had it depended on how much credit you wanted. You had to write a certain amount of, you know, and I wrote like a 90, 100-page paper on Cyrus. you have Cy- to have so many references pr- with it, too? Well, it depended on where you were going. Everything had to be referenced. Yeah. And I spent... Did you have the... Did you, you were, were you able to use the sociological footnotes where you could put everything at the bottom? Yes, and just have numbers yes, up there rather than exactly. count up how many, you know, the other yeah. one where you had to count so many lines up at the bottom of the typewriter to get everything in. No, that's the way it was. You had to put them at the bottom. Oh, you couldn't put them at you couldn't put them <laughs> at the, at, with the no. numbers. Oh, oh God! Well, you put them with the numbers, and then the number was at the bottom and gave the footnote. Okay, that's the way we formatted it. But, well, I transitioned from the one to the other, so yeah. But I, uh, my junior year, I I did a piece on 1968 and oh that was a fun focus, year focused on the election of 1968 oh, that was a fun year it was my contention and I once think, again I, I think we should have sued and had a recount once once but that's, but that's just my <laughs> once account. again um i my opinion had to be it had to be logically reasoned yeah. and my my point my uh what do they call that? I've forgotten now. The the idea, the reason you're doing it, your whatever it is. My contention was is that that was a second American Civil War. Was the culmination was in I, 1968. I would I would almost agree with that. Yeah, because that was when the the uh, and it was the for the for the most part it was the kids. It wasn't the kids totally, but for the no. most part it was the kids stood up. To mom and dad in the government at that time. Yeah, I kind of you know, and, 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 and it was it, violent, it, it, extremely it, violent. Oh, absolutely. Well, the Pentagon—they had bombs in the Pentagon. Yeah. You know, they, they you wanted to put a pipe bomb in the bathroom in the Pentagon and blew it up a couple times. See, and that's that was Bloomington, my contention. University of West, University of Wisconsin was wild. You know, yeah. in those days, uh, it wasn't just Berkeley, you know, or 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 Watts or Detroit. I mean, it was. IU, well, IU had Bill and Emily Harris running around down there. If you remember them, you had the kids killed in Ohio. Oh, that was Kent that State. Was, that was a travesty. Oh, yeah. that was just that was. But once again, it was it was that in that case that was a disaster waiting to happen. That, the way that was handled, that Kent, was Kent, a disaster Kent waiting State, to happen. Kent State was the point where everything really changed. Yep. But that was had, it. You had Bobby Kennedy was assassinated. Yeah. Martin Luther King yeah. was assassinated. You had the riots yeah. over all that stuff. Yeah. Sixty-eight. My contention was that was the Second American I, I, Civil I War. Could, I could, I could, I could agree with that. Because, or the culmination of it. Yeah. I mean, it started years before that. But that, in my thesis, was that. Well, I mean, you go back. You go back to the sixties. You had the women. You had the women's movement. 
you had uh, you had all you had kinds, blast, of stuff. you had everything going on. Yeah, and yeah. you had a very, 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 very unpopular war. Very yes, unpopular. You did, and that uh, uh, and you know those guys that went and, and I, I was too young to go for, for the you know I would just I would have had to enlisted coming out of high school to catch a cleanup on right. that. And uh, like I, I've said before on here, Nixon's always my favorite president for. You know, bringing people home. Uh, right. But uh, uh, he I, did I, some things in that way no other president could have done. The China thing, opening up China, no other president could have done that. Uh, the environmental with Russia. He's a Republican and yeah. started the Environmental Protection Agency yeah. too. And but you know he there yeah he had this but he's reputation. unfortunately going to go oh, down. Yeah. That's all it's going to he's yeah. going to be known for. But his reputation worldwide was. <sighs> In the world, his reputation was he was Ronald Reagan before Ronald Reagan. He's got his finger on the button. He's going to blow the world up. Yeah. I mean, he had that reputation. After the, the thing with Khrushchev and, yeah. and right, now I'm going off on well, some anyway, tangents. But, uh, uh, we weren't even going to this subject when we, no, when we came in here this morning. It, so. did, uh, it did get there. Um, I would say, I would, t- I would tend to say yes on that. And, yeah. and you know, they, they talk about, well, the government being overthrown and all, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, when you look back at uh, Dallas of 63. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, I think that's lot, where all this started. A lot, a lot has changed on that. Now, I have never read the complete uh, uh, report on that. But what I found interesting was when I look at the signatures and the players in that and where they ended up in history later on. Yeah. You know, uh, about everybody landed somewhere pretty cushy after that. Yeah. Uh, Gerald Ford became president. Yeah. He's the one. He's the one they, you know, came in to clean clean the second mess up after yep. the first after the first one. You know, yep. uh, Grand Rapids boy. Uh, and but you look at these. I mean, just look at the signings, signers on that thing. Arlen Specter was in there. You know, he's another one that was a you know a. a on the sign, you know, and he became senator in Pennsylvania for a long. I mean, but if you look and, and you look at everything, it's like, I don't want to sound, I'm not going to throw the conspiracy, but boy, there's a, I don't want to, I don't want to go there today because we want to talk about some other stuff. Yeah, yeah, but, but on. my gosh, you know, I mean, uh, uh, makes you go, want to go, hmm. Coincidences don't make fact. I know, but. How many coincidences do you have to have before? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. So. I'm just I, I. And you know, Kennedy's brain's never been found either. And that's uh, and that yeah, and I, I go back to the forensic stuff. If <laughs> if, if, if his brain it, no, if his brain would have been found because there's people that contend there was a second shot coming from somewhere else, and with his brain not being being gone, you can't prove nor disprove that. Well, you know that Either one, you know, and that, and I'm, I, anyway, I don't even want to go there. Let's, you let's get say that. You know? And the first thing that comes to my mind is this terrible, terrible old movie that I remember called "They Saved Hitler's Brain." Oh, <laughs> that was a well, that was a C movie, wasn't it? Oh, that was one of. The, and uh, was Ronald did, was just Ronald the Reagan? Title in, was Ronald Reagan in that one too? <laughs> I don't know. Just the title of that alone is just a scream. Uh, somebody had Ed James by text. Congratulations, listener! You were yeah. I guess there's right. people know more about music than Rusty does here. 
And another one I want to pick up. Um, and I think I even know the answer to this. Uh, library. Um, they don't like the hours. They wondered if they're going back. They closed at 3 on Saturday, closed on Sunday. I think the last time we had them in, they said that was, unfortunately, they I, weren't happy I have, with the way I it was have, going to uh, be. I, I get in there, and uh, I have bugged them again about opening on Sundays. Uh, a couple hours. They'd had, you know, and I talked to Susie uh, at the Historical Society for yeah. the retirement party, and Susie was the, the greeter, you know. Right. And and we not, we not, we she and I talked about it, and uh, uh, I and I said, you, you, there's always plenty of traffic in there on Sunday for three hours, and then I've heard, well, the employees don't want to work and on Sundays and I think she paid him time and a half or something right. going, you know and to get people in there right. but they, they especially this time of year oh this time oh my god this time of year you know and then later on Saturdays people would come in and pick up films and stuff on but sure but you know they got a budget to work with and uh yeah I think that's and uh, that's what they want to do and believe me uh I have uh when I've been in there reading uh, the newspapers and the magazines uh I have buttonholed them about opening up again and I don't think you're going to do anything uh, until the remodel job is over with, and yeah. we see what they where they're at from there. Yeah. So. But it's that, still it's still a nice place. We we really for the the town the size of Plymouth, we have an excellent 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 library. We have a lot of great things in Plymouth. The library is we one. Really, yes, the museum is another. Yes, we, yes for no bigger uh, than we are. Yeah. I've been into some much much, and I'll tell you what. When I was playing ball, we had one of the nicest park systems. Oh yeah, in 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 the state. Yeah, com from what I saw when I played. It's funny to me that we've been like that for years, yeah. and you watch where much bigger towns are. How much money has South Bend spent in their park system? I mean, well, of course they have a bigger tax, they have, they have, but they have a bigger tax base but too. Let's be exactly. honest. Exactly, you know? but they didn't do that. No, before we did. I mean, it's like, yeah. we, it, it, and when it comes to that, there was a lot of, and it goes all the way back to Miracle Hub, a lot of people uh, very forward thinking about what a park well, system can I, be you, to a you, city. You opened up the can, so I'm going to run with it. When you, when, <laughs> when, you know, and I'm not being, uh, 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 I'm not trying to be one way or the other, but uh, when Miracle Hub was here, the fire station was built, yeah. police station was built, Packard Woods was built. The addition to the north end of the of the park right. was built. And I know Fred uh, Morrow was really Fred big Morrow. And yes, all those matter of fact, I, I ran into Fred Morrow out at Packard Woods. His grandkid, granddaughter, was playing softball out there. I just happened to stop out there for something that night, and I, and he was sitting there. Yeah, and uh, he was sitting there, with, you know, Shirley, and you know, some of the grand kids and grandkids were there. And uh, I said, uh, and I said something to him about that. I said, did you tell your, your grandkids that play out here that you had a big part of making this happen out here? And he says, no, I've never said a word about it. Well, why would you? And I, and I said, well, I will if you did. <laughs> you know. No, I'm Fred. He didn't, yeah, I know. I, I, he just went, he just went and it. did yeah. his thing, and that was it. I understand he that. He did it because it was a good thing to do. Yeah, and, and uh, uh, when I was trustee, he, he and I chatted uh, about some different stuff you know, going on. He always was good about filling me in on things. But when, when I look around and I look at, at the sewer, well, that's what caused Glob the election was this, the sewer system we have in here now 
because it wasn't done on election day and the city was still tore up yeah. because they didn't want the contractor. The contractor came out of the region and got the job. They didn't want them to have the job in the first place. I think they got sued because they were the lowest one. And, of course, then they came in with the overruns and some other stuff. And as soon as the project was done and they signed off, the company went bankrupt, so there was no recourse to anything. Right, yeah. But the city was all torn up with with sewer lines, and that's basically what essentially, you know, then he'd, he'd been there a long time, too. Right, you yeah, know? yeah. You don't make friends when you get in there. You, you make enemies the longer you're in there. And that's that's, that's the nature of, of any political oh, job. Oh, yeah. Especially the elected stuff. Right. But, you know, when you when you look around and, and, and the stuff, uh, he he set the base up for where we're at today. And, you know, there's a lot of things. I mean, River Park Square, the, mm. that's forward thing. I, no. Was it the Greenleys, Greenlee administration that started buying that property? Yes, it was. And uh, once Tom, again, Well, they, they hired Tom White to come in to do it. And Tom ran the program. And then he also helped set up the housing authority that he was the first right it, it, you know came in with this helped set that up and then dean byers was i think the took over the as the executive director shortly right. after it started and it was a city and then we went to the county because i was on that but uh he was started buying up stuff because uh um was it fema it was fema money and uh, english Lake down in southern Indiana, they were they'd bought up stuff down there because it constantly got flooded. Right, and they basically bought up everything and they moved the town up to higher ground. Is what they did. Right, and they wanted to clear out all the stuff down here because FEMA just didn't want to keep paying money out. You know, every time uh, it flooded, insurance costs, just everything exactly. was bad. Ex- about you know, that. it was, and they set this. And well, matter of fact, Nelson Chipman was the city attorney yep, and handled a lot of that yep. at the time. And they bought up a lot of stuff down there, and, and that started kind of started the transition to the to the what do you do with and the land? Look what it's become. Yeah, that's, that's it is, the thing. Yeah. And that's a gorgeous thing, right you in know, the middle it, of town. It, it is, and and you know my my only bad feelings of the whole thing is Young's donated a lot of money for the amphitheater, right? And we don't we don't use it. I I don't know how well it's taken care of anymore. I have no clue. Oh, but it's we don't. Still, yeah, but we still. but we don't. You know, we don't utilize that amphitheater we, out there it could be utilized it could be used a lot, a lot more. more a lot yeah. more than what we do yeah and i don't you know and that's you go back to you know i mean how big a town are we what, what you know the problem with that is is how it costs a lot of money to bring in exactly bigger name acts i mean well i've I talked i've talked i've talked to your former landlord laura before yeah. because she used to handle the entertainment for the blueberry right. festival and you know we got we would get lucky and got some of these groups that came in that became famous after they left here, but we've had some of those in and over the years. Encore does a great job. Of well, finding. Encore's not there anymore. You know they're gone. Okay. They fold. They folded Encore up now, haven't they? I I think they have. Never heard that. I think they. I think they no folded idea. that up. No idea. Yeah, I think Debbie uh, Debbie Gidley ran that right. Yeah, I think they folded that all up. So. Well, it, it, it you know we have we have we have a, for no bigger town we've got we've got some not really nice facilities, and uh, the amphitheater could be utilized more. Yes, it, but you know, it, and it, it's, it's a costly process. Well, I get I it. I think you know. I, no, I understand. I know what it costs to book 
acts. Yeah, I know what it yeah. costs to get top flight entertainment, yeah. and it's you're not, not you're uh, well. I mean, we don't have the uh, um, we have uh, forty seven thousand people here, and we don't have uh, uh, the RV companies like they have in Elkhart County, where they just write out a check to book something. The other, or we don't, or we don't have uh, Zimmer Biomet to book somebody in for. Uh, an old rock band to come in and uh, play in their summer sure. stuff because they just write out a check for it for the whole thing. And that's um, and they have nice they have a nice programs over there too. You can still, but they do have the it. money. Yeah, you can in a town this size, yes. but you have to have deep enough pockets yeah. to create because how you live, how you survive, is becoming a regional destination where people in south bend and elkhart yeah, and where exactly. wherever they're at indianapolis exactly. even see that oh yeah they always have great entertainment up there let's go up there for the weekend and yeah. see what's on and that's that takes I, a long time i i remember hearing a story about reba mcintyre coming into the elkhart fair right and she was charging six figures a, a bunch of times over to come in and they got her really cheap because she was she had played in Kalamazoo or Grand Rapids. She was really close, That's so they were able to slide it. her yeah. in to do that. Yeah, and, and and for a quite a bit reduced rate, but still, I mean, and in that time, she was a she was a a top line entertainer right. in very top line in her field. Well, and the Blueberry Festival brought in a couple of accidents well they brought in they brought in they brought in uh they brought in uh what was the guy's name um he played three songs and it started pouring because i had girls um that went to that yeah you know because they i just basically look don't stay out go to the concert don't stay because we're playing all day tomorrow and it would be like the they was on friday night yeah it was a friday night thing because we played all day saturday out there back when we played labor day weekend so anyway, uh, let's get off the subject. You watched any of the Olympics yet? No. You plan on watching any of the Olympics yet? Well, I didn't until I saw those commercials where they're they're obviously letting dinosaurs roam free at the Olympics. At the Olympics, really? yeah, they're they're out on the ski slopes and stuff. Johnny Weissmiller over there would I, he be a dinosaur? I don't know. I don't know, but apparently they they've released dinosaurs into the hills for oh. this. So I I might that. That those, might be worth watching. Those, see what happens. Those wily communists over there. Well, you saw the so the skater had those dinosaurs come running up. The, you haven't seen the commercials. Mm, I haven't seen them. There's a skier had a bunch of T Rexes come down and really yeah. So I, I were they playing the song T Rex when they were coming in? Um, no, I didn't hear T Rex playing. But oh. um, yeah, they. If that's the case, I might tune in. But if that's if if that's fake. Yeah, they've just made me more determined not to watch. I don't, other than hockey, I've never done anything else. Yeah. I don't understand what well, it takes. I mean, uh, I get it. Uh, but the the hockey team was the biggest upset I've ever seen in sports. Well, yeah, Abs- no, no ago. hands, no hands. Yeah. Team wise, yeah. the biggest individual one was, I think a guy named Rulon Gardner who was from Idaho was the the wrestler. Oh, the wrestler, wrestler, yeah. That beat the Russian that hadn't yeah. been, even been scored on in ten years. Yeah. Oh, that's huge! Unbelievable. Yeah. Un absolutely unbelievable. But of course, Father Time catches up to you. Right place, right time. One by point, you know, just perfect. It was a perfect storm for that to happen, and he just happened to be there, and was good enough to to, to do it. 
I remember, I think the first Olympics I saw, I was, I remember watching Peggy Fleming in, in about 68, she got a gold medal and then she became, uh, the, the, uh, did a lot of the commentary for years and years yeah. and years and years. Um, I mean, I, I get it, but the, the figure skating, I just, I don't know. I, I, it's winter Olympics. None of the sports were like the one that fascinates me is the one where they ski and shoot. Oh, jump. Um, they come flying off the no, thing. They, they have the gun. They actually oh, literally. Oh, oh, uh, that's the bi, bi, Is that the biath biathlon? I think or something it is. Like that. Oh my gosh! You know how hard that. I mean, your heart's pumping from all this stuff, and you're trying to not breathe but and, my, and my pull the trigger. Is, and, is, is, I don't know a lot of kids who. Hey, I want to ski and shoot a gun. Is there a sport for that? And you know. It, Wow, yeah, it's come called, this way, young man. Yeah, it's called elk hunting. Uh, I <laughs> Caribou just, hunting. I don't understand where that came from. How did that old, become old, an Olympic the old, sport? The old, the old days. You know, it's, a, it's, a, it's So was it like you did that in the Army or something? I mean, what Well, what yeah, actually, possible... prob prob probably. Actually, probably, you know. I mean, usually there's a reason for the, the event because it, it's highlighting some skill set that would be useful in some way. Yeah. And I'm like... Skiing and shooting a weapon. I, I, how did that thought process happen? Hey, this would be a great Olympic sport. Well, there's, you know, there's, there's some other highlights. So, you know, the, 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 the one I thought was kind of funny, but, and, and they caught a lot of static for it was the 88 four man Jamaican bobsled. Oh, team. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and, and, you know, a lot, they, they caught a lot of static for, oh, it's a joke. And all, you know, you know what? Okay, you can say that, but you know what? Those four guys represented their country. Yes, they did. And that is what the Olympics is about. They may not, you know, they may not have been that good, you know, and uh, all that stuff, but they did represent their country, and they made an appearance, even though they had to carry the bobsled over the finish line, but <laughs> after they turned it right side up when they flipped the sucker. Uh, and by the way, the Jamaicans have a, this have a four-man team this yes, year, I saw. Do. Yep. Uh and uh, anybody wants to know about the 88 thing, there's a movie called Cool Runnings Out, which was this kind of the story of uh, the uh, the boys. And I think they they got the idea sitting in a pub down there in Jamaica, didn't they? That where it came from? I don't I, know. I think, I think that's kind of where it came from. I know that they became famous. I mean, they, they had television commercials and everything else. They had, they, they, they had a cult. Yeah. I mean, oh, they, they sure absolutely, did. absolutely. Yeah. Well, remember Eddie the Eagle? Yes, the Canadian. Yes, <laughs> yeah. another one. And I'll tell you what, the Canadians all loved him. Of course they did. You know? But why do people love them? It, it, they are the epitome of what everybody wants to believe. Well, they're that the average Joe. Average but, and, Joe. But they're the av I'm just an average Joe. Yeah. That's all these people are. But hard work and determination. If you have a dream, it can come true yeah. if, you, if you drive yourself to that. And. You know, you're talking about a guy who finished last or a team that finished last, yeah. had to care. But they they did it. You know, yeah. it, it was the culmination of something they dreamed and they accomplished through their hard work. And people love an underdog like that. They well, love it. Uh, well, un un unfortunately, all dreams don't come through, true because Tanya Harding... <laughs> And Nancy <laughs> Kerrigan, you know that would be the that would be the dream team to put together for a commentary. You know, wouldn't they be great comment, great commentary team? Uh, yeah, if you anybody uh, doesn't, I, I think, doesn't remember Tanya Harding, that she uh, she pays somebody to 
beat up uh, Nancy Kerrigan and, and knock her out of the Olympic chances. I can't remember. I think she that's paid what it was. Somebody or she did it. But, I don't think she did it. Yeah, I think it was I, a, a boyfriend or a friend or something did that. She, she ended up. Uh, I I wonder whatever happened to her. The last I heard, she was doing professional wrestling. The last I knew. So I have no yeah. idea that. Once again, that story interested me because how could somebody do that to somebody else? Uh, but that was the only thing that interested me about it was somebody needs to be disciplined for that. She did. She got. Uh, they got. They all got. They all got. Uh, they got. They got disciplined for it. Yeah. Uh, I did see where China spent three point nine billion to hold these things, and there's no billion with a B. With a B, three point nine billion. To put the whole thing together, build what they needed to build, everything else, $3.9 billion. Uh, there's no fans there other than a handful is all they're letting in, uh, other than the participants. And the partic- anybody involved in the Olympics has to stay in a certain area, and they can't yep. venture out of it because of COVID. Yep. Now, how they're going to – they're never going to re- – well, nobody ever really recoups all the money they spend on the Olympics anymore anyway because they're so expensive. But, but they do it for the economic impact of other stuff. Yeah, I mean, people. Well, have the to Chinese stay. are just people using our to, Chinese are just using yeah. our money to do it anyway. I mean, well, yeah, of know. course. You know, so. Um, but uh, you know, I, I. It's your country's best best athletes, you know, representing uh, representing you know your country and uh, and all that. And there are some excellent athletes. We've had some excellent athletes. Um, make the Olympics from you know from this area. You know you, you oh, yeah. not even think about well the girl uh, the girl that got the bronze in wrestling. She yep. I see her on local TV uh, yep. advertising a yogurt shop. She uh, or whatever it was the ice cream shop. She worked as a kid. You know when she was a little yep. younger, uh, which I think is kind of I kind of get a kick out of yeah because she flashes her you know flashes her gold sure, medal. Sure, why know. not? Uh, we had to, you know, of course, we had Morgan Eusney. We had the girl yeah. from, we had the girl from uh, CMA. Uh, yeah, Kayla Miracle. Yes, yeah, Kayla Miracle was a wrestler. You know, we've had a couple close. I think we've had a couple pretty close too over the years. Um, you know, it's just uh, um, they don't get uh, exposure, at least in this country, that the, the Olympics and like they well, used to. Track and field is not. I mean, in in the world, there's like. Europe has a professional track and field league. Well, you know, another thing to consider is when I was a kid watching this stuff and watching Peggy Fleming or Dorothy Hamill or Bonnie Blair, you know, or Dan Jensen, there was only three or four television stations. Right, yeah. I mean, now you can flip over and, oh, I don't want to see I'm I'm going to watch the shopping channel and see how much money I can spend, you know. Well, they got more stations covering it too. NBC buys it, right? Yeah, and I they're, bet they're, they're, they're covered. They're co- oh yeah, I imagine. But they cover it with a bunch of stations yeah. now. I remember in the old days it well, was one. C- CNBC, the the Business Channel covers it when they go off, right? And the weekends, uh, USA is covers covers it, right? Uh, the I believe uh, there's a couple. They have a, just one station, one channel on Dish that is just Olympics. Yeah. Um, so it's, you know, it, it's worth a, it's worth a watch. Um, uh, uh, I think, uh, well, I because think so. oh, they're very, they, these kids have done a lot of work, very talented, extremely talented in what they do. Uh, I like to see talent no matter what it is, whether it's on stage or, you know, on an ice skating rink or a track or, 
you know, or softball field. I, I, I don't care what it is. I like to see very talented people at their peak right. doing this stuff. Well, it's, like the speed skaters. You ever watch those that? Those guys are nuts. I know. I'm absolutely nuts. Because all I'm thinking is they're going there is that, you know, I'd wipe out. How do you stay in the <laughs> – I, I saw a I saw I saw a picture of one of the of one of the downhill skiers. His butt, his right butt cheek was almost. I bet you couldn't put um, a big pin between his butt cheek and the ground on the right side. I mean, there you, you saw just a little little bit, you know. And he's over on and and how to control that and not go down, especially yeah. when you have you have really no control over what you're what you're skiing on you know you don't right. have control over that the the turf so to speak what right. you're doing yeah uh just unbelievable those guys got just just unbelievable yeah there's a i i get the the athleticism it's like soccer i understand there is no chance and those guys are incredible yeah athletes. they are yeah but i since i've never played it yeah. I can only appreciate the athleticism. I don't yeah. appreciate the nuances of the game. Well, it's you, you know, it's it's a, it's a, it's. I had a uh, guy I used to work with. His kid worked in there. He did all. He went to college and played soccer in college. And I was still going to the hockey games up there, and we would chat back and forth a little bit. And I said, you know, I says, I don't know anything about soccer other than when he, he right. goes in the goal yeah. and you get a point. Yeah. You know. And uh, the the clock doesn't shut off, yeah. so to speak. And I said, but from me looking at this and me watching hockey, it's a turf war. You're trying to position yourself, right. put yourself in a position to get a shot at scoring. And it's it's a it's a it's a turf type. It's a turf war. You're trying to, you know, you're only going to get very few opportunities, and you have to get your ball in or puck in the position of scoring and he said yeah it's just pretty pretty much the same as that you know something else that i didn't think about until somebody pointed it out to me it may have been bill snyder or maybe maybe he's brought maybe pooch was i remember well pooch coached pooch coached a lot of as and he's last i knew he was still coaching no he's i thought he was coaching down the juniors i think he's finally finally done Um, not working any great grandkids now i I think it might have been him who said the similarities strategy wise between soccer and basketball yeah it's the same thing you're 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 trying to position your your players to get into a goal yeah yeah now the scoring's obviously incredibly higher yeah, yeah but you know, and, and I'd never thought about it, yeah. but, you know, the strategy of scoring is really, and defense, is pretty much the same. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we, we, need, we need to play another song. Yeah, let's play another song. This one will be easy. Oh, they're all easy. This one will be easy. Even the first one. Uh, only, uh, I guess, I, I, was, I was made to look a fool because we had at least two right answers on that your, one. I'm going to have to bring you one of those little court jester hats to put on, you know. So I you got can, one. Do you have one? Oh, yeah, I got one. Believe you use me. that for your stage act? That was, no, I, I got that given to me once. Uh, yeah, I've got one. Um, let's do this song. What do you want, artist? Uh, artist for everything. Okay, this is this is the artist. We want to know who is singing this song. So uh, 574-936-4096, 574-936-4096. You will get the joy of knowing that you are the musicalist in our audience right now. So uh, here we go. Oh, my love, 
Actually, I thought this one would be easy. Oh, it should be. I, I did think this one would be easy. So. They're, all, they're all easy. You say so, because you pick them. Uh, caller, I need your first name. Sherry. Sherry, okay. Give us a, give us a name here. What, who is the artist? The Righteous Brother. The Righteous Absolutely. Brother is exactly right. Ding, 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 ding. Sherry, ding, you're ding, the winner. Glad you like it. We do it every well, you time. Get, you get, on, you so. get bragging rights. You do. You can tell everybody you knew the answer. Okay. All Bye. right. Thanks for calling. Okay, Sherry, winner. We got smart folks in the audience. We had a text on the last one too. I. Anyway, next one um, really ought to be easy. Oh yeah. Next one is really, really, well, really. Easy. I, in all the stuff I've I've thrown in here, I've never never used that individual yet. No, you haven't. But uh, this one's going to be really easy. Yeah. Take a break. We got a got a break. Take. We have Let's to take a break. Uh, get a word from our sponsor. Oh yeah, yeah we all do. Right. All right, take stay tuned. We'll be right back. Are you looking for a new hauler for trash removal? When you choose Apex Waste, there's no long-term contracts, no hidden fees no taxes, and no hidden cost. What they say is what you pay. Apex Waste is not only a local, family-owned and operated company, but a company dedicated to reliable, friendly service, meeting and exceeding expectations. Call Apex Waste at 574-896-APEX. That's 574-896-2700. The Belmart BP station at the corner of Michigan and Jefferson Streets in downtown Plymouth not only provides BP fuel to keep you moving down the road, but they can also keep you moving throughout the day. Some gas can cause nasty dirt deposits to build up on critical engine parts, dragging your fuel economy down and leading to unexpected trips to the mechanic. All grades of BP gasoline have Invigorator, a cleaning agent that helps defend your engine against dirt to give you more miles to the tank, and that means more easy going for you. And how about the fuel you put in your own tank? The Belmart BP station has Gatorade Thirst Quencher, two for $3.50, or the new Baya Boost. It's a Wonder Water, a plant-based energy drink, two for $4. Check out the Belmart Coffee Bar with hyper-caffeinated Jamaica Me Crazy, Blueberry Muffin, or Decaf Coffee. Plymouth Belmart BP opens at 4 a.m. for all you early birds. 
574-936-4096 or text 574-307-6647. Let's get back to what's your opinion on WTCA in Plymouth. Here's Kathy and Rusty. Another one of my favorite love songs. I still like Sam Kennison's uh, Wild Game. Yeah, I know. I you, just, I just, you told me that before. I, I uh, uh, now, that'll see, show up sometime down here at some point in time, but I was not going to do it today. I'm sure uh, there's a lot of people that don't know who Sam Kinison is. So if you, if you look him up on YouTube, um, we didn't suggest that for the faint of heart. <laughs> uh, make sure that, uh, make sure that he's wearing his, uh, his correct costume with the three pointed hat. Yeah. You need to, you need to know that, that. Our suggestion is don't look him up on the internet unless you. It's Sam you Kennison, K I N. Yeah, if, if you're sensitive, don't look that up because yeah. it's not going to be a fun. He's been in a couple films. He's yeah, he, he, uh, he reminds me of an, an English teacher I or a, a history teacher I once had that wasn't in costume. <laughs> actually, I actually I had kind of had a couple like that over the years. Uh, yeah, I hope so. I I anyway. Um, you got plans? What are you doing for Super Bowl? Well, uh, I have no plans at this point in time. Uh, uh, back in the day, uh, uh, before it became very popular in Vegas, we used to there's six or eight of us that would go out Super Bowl weekend. You know, you could still get rooms and flight for three hundred bucks in those right. days, and it was yeah. cheap. We'd come leave on Thursday and come back uh, Monday. You know, we'd fly back Monday, Monday sometime, and. Uh, Oh, saw a lot. I just saw, my gosh, I was out there one time when um, uh, Denver was playing somebody. I can't remember who it was. I think Washington. And four orthopedic surgeons from Denver. Oh, you told me about put this. Up, put up a yeah. million, $100,000 to win a million dollars and lost. They put up a quarter of a million apiece. And this is back in the 80s, you know. We, we went out. Uh, you know, they, I, I always like to, you know, if I was going to bet something, I always like to bet the prop bets out there. I'd always bet, is there going to be a, is there going to be an overtime? Will there be a safety? Those were coming off at eight, seven, eight hundred to one. You know, ten bucks on that, and you know, you can. Oh, and how many times are you going to hit one of those? Well, but at those odds, because it does happen, and of course, the year I yeah. didn't, the year, the year I didn't go out, the year I, you know, we went out three, four or four years in a row and skipped and maybe came back again and uh the one year i didn't go out and one of the guys from randy felton i used to work with uh randy went out with us and uh before he was long before he was married and kids and uh worked midnights with me there was a safety in the game and i wasn't out there to make my ten dollar prop bet on it and he was waiting for me (laughs) time clock he said did you see the game did you puke when they had that say exactly what he said did you puke when they when they had that safety and you didn't bet on it you know were you, were you hurtling up and the you know 
trash can. That's Randy though. But uh, well, nowadays you could place that bet easily. You get the yeah, app on I, your I phone. Looked, and... You know, I I I I get up and did a little looking. Uh, I have not been up to the sports book at uh, the. Uh, the casino at Michigan City. I, I've been going to go up and just to see what it looks like because I, I've been in this, several of them and I'm not a big gambler. But I, was, I remember watching Scott Skiles' last college game. Yeah. At Michigan State, I was sitting in the sports book at, at Caesar's Palace with um, people from the past, and we, that's where we watched the game. We were out there for a bowling tournament. Right. And the game was on. Went over there, and, and of course. And you go out there, Super Bowl, unbelievable crowds. And, you know, I mean, you want to talk oh, yeah. about, well, I, I, I spent one in the, in the, in the lounge at, uh, uh, at not the, the showroom at the Desert Inn, the same place the Rat Pack performed when they were out there filming Ocean's Eleven. They had pictures of them all over this place. Yeah. And when one team would score, half the place would go nuts. And the other half, he'd be booing as loud as they could, yeah. boo, you know, and back and forth. I mean, it was a lot of fun just for the atmosphere, soak up the atmosphere yeah. out there. And besides that, you could get a, yeah, well, you could get a hot dog and a, about a 20-ounce beer for a buck a piece, you know. And uh, it's gotten expensive, and they have all the, uh, John Madden used to show up at Caesars. They'd bring him in for the Super Bowl at Caesars, and, and uh <laughs> So anyway, it, you know, we had a lot of fun. You know, yeah, nobody, nobody sure. just, just it was just oh, it, it was a good fun. time. Yeah. Uh, and now it's just gotten so. Uh, and then they're gonna Vegas is hosting the Super Bowl here in a couple of oh, years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the NFL basically has embraced finally embraced gambling. You know, which I mean, has made it. Well, that I mean, and that, fantasy well, football. Well, the thing is, uh, uh, let's be honest, the stuff went on anyway. Right. It wasn't hard hard to. Even around here to right. place a bet back in the day, if you wanted, if you want to look hard enough, it was there. Sure. Uh, every so often, somebody get pinched, you know, to make it look good, and you know, this business as usual. But uh, you know, I, I it's just gotten so so atrociously big, and and they 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 cater more so much more to the high, you know, well, sure. high rollers. When I first went out there, uh, the buffets and stuff were cheap now each now they've gone corporate now well, yeah because the boys still own some of when i first went out there the boys still own some of the casinos uh i think they still had the stardust when i was out there but uh uh the timeline is right but uh now corporate america everything has to make a buck well yeah. they all have to show a, a good price you know the hotels had to do it, you know, the dining had to do it, the entertainment had to do it, blah, 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 you know. Uh, in the old days, it was used for one reason, to drag the gamblers in. Sure. Because they knew they were going to they were gonna make, a, make a, a cut off of that. That's where they made their money at. But like I said, corporate America has come in now, and they're soaking you for parking, and they're soaking you for everything else out there. I haven't been out in a few years, and I, I don't know if I'll get, ever go back out there again. Uh, I'm kind of. But anyway, uh, 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 I'm going to talk a little bit more about this. Um, the odds for the Super Bowl are uh, the the LA is favored by anywhere from three and a half to four and a half points, depending on what sports book you want to use. And does that mean that LA is really a three and a half or four and a half point favor? Yeah. Uh, no. The purpose of a line is simply to get 
the same amount of money on each side of the bet. They want the, 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 the sports books. I used to use the word bookies, but now I can use clean it up and use the word sports book. They want equal amount on both sides because they're going to get, they charge you 10% to place the bet. And if you lose, you lose it all. Right. If you win, you win. If you bet a th- 1,100 to win 1,000, you get your 11, original 1,100 back plus 1,000. Their take on a straight bet is 4.54%. That's the, that's the house take. That's the number. Uh, the over is uh, anywhere from 48.5 to 15.5, and that came from uh, Vegas Insider. Uh, you can type, you can Google Vegas Insider. Uh, com. Uh, it's been around for ages and ages and ages and ages. And they have uh, most of the sports books listed. Uh, if you just want to look, uh, plenty of opportunities if you want to bet. If you don't want to bet, hey, that's great too. Some of the prop bets included so far, and there'll be more. This is in the state of, the state of Indiana has allowed these prop bets as of right now. And they will allow, there'll be more allowed before it's all over with. You can bet on the color of the Gatorade shower that the, the winning team's going to get. Are you kidding me? Nope, I'm not. You know, if, you see, you know, if you'd see those coming off in a, in a certain number, you could make a bet on green, uh, orange, or, or, or red, and you might be able to arbitrage a win off of that, uh, depending on what it shows up. Uh, uh, who, who will uh, the Super Bowl MVP thank first? When he gets You're his MVP, no. Uh, the outcome of the coin toss—that's always been, you know, uh, the player to call the toss correctly, uh, the team to win the coin toss and to win the game. Uh, let's see. Will there be a flea flicker or not? Yes or no? Uh, they used to bet on. Uh, uh, I, oh, they used to bet on all sorts of stuff. Who'd score the first point? Um, with odds, by the way, with they odds still on. have that because my my kids. They, prob- they probably they probably do. The, the golden the golden nugget. Yeah. We we'd always stop the golden nugget because golden nugget always had all these prop bets. I went in there to cash a ten dollar bet or something one after the game that night, and I'm, I'm standing behind this guy, and there's a there's a long line. Trust me, and and this guy ahead of me had a stack of betting slips. He didn't bet on the game. He bet on all the props and won a ton of them. And he, he made a fortune off the prop bets off of them. But he also, he hedged, he hedged a lot of that stuff. Because, you know, we're in line, so we're talking. You know, oh, what do you, you know, what, what, you know what, what's yours on? You know, and he's this big stack. Well, I got, you know, I bet on this. I bet on that. You know, I bet on, the, you know. So, I don't understand betting because in uh, my mind you are literally paying somebody to take your money. Correct. <laughs> correct. 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 I mean that's that's the bottom line. Uh, we don't have them yet. Yeah, they're gonna have to um, be found. I also I also happen to run across Mattress Mac and his bet for the year. He lives in Texas. He had to drive over to the Louisiana border because. Louisiana last week or the week before on a Friday. So he lives in finally, Texas. Finally, finally legalized sports betting. So he had to drive over there to be able to get on a phone at some pharmacy or something over there 
and sit there for two hours making his uh. his. Uh, he bet at the, he bet at Caesars. Uh, Mattress Mac is his real name is Jim uh, Mackinvale, and uh, he Mattress owns Mac. owns a furniture store, our stores in Texas, and he does a lot of promotional stuff. And I mean, he's just he's he's worth a lot of money. He's an older guy, and he has a lot of fun. In Super Bowl weekend, he's been doing this. You come in and you buy three grand in furniture off of me, and you might get it for free if whoever I bet on wins the football game. He put four, a little over four and a half million on the Bengals to win in the Super Bowl. And his sports bets are used to hedge his sports-themed promotions at his furniture stores. He makes the bets to lessen the impact of his sports-themed sales promotions. He uses it as a hedge rather than buying insurance. You know, you go to a golf outing and, and say uh, Oliver Ford has uh, the hole-in-one on, on, right, on yeah. this one. Instead of buying insurance, he does this. He says insurance is pretty expensive for some of that stuff. No, wait, 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 wait a minute. So how does, how if, does if that Cincy, work? If Cincinnati wins, he's, he's playing the money line, so he's getting uh, – and they're an under, so he's getting – like 1.3 or something for every dollar he puts up if 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 they win, and uh, I don't want to get into a whole lot with the money line here because I I don't I don't I know how it works, but not well enough to really explain it. You know, you you, right. can, you, you yeah. you're betting on the winner. You're not betting on on the line with a four and a half or a three and a half on that. You're just betting on this team to win, and the Bengals are the underdogs, so you're going to get more money than if you bet on 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 L.A. Okay, so anyway, the 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 uh, his his furniture store. Anyway, the current promotion offers to refund any mattress or reclined living room furniture purchase if the Bengals win the Super Bowl. And you have what, to spend. What, that, you have to spend. That by me again. If the if he if you, if I go in and I buy more than three grand in furniture. Okay. Okay. Okay, and I pay for it. And the Bengals win, I get a refund for all my money. I get free furniture because the bet, if he wins, covers that. Do you, do you follow me I, now? I yeah, I guess he's, I get if, it. So if, he, if, if if he's if he if the Bengals win, he gets all his money back. He bet plus about seven point two million. But and the seven point two million <sighs> is used. To give me a refund on the three, <laughs> uh, on the three grand in furniture he's, I bought. But if he's he been loses, doing this promo, he's been doing this promo. If he loses, he loses and, and four and he, million bucks. He's worth about he's worth over three hundred million. But how is that? How does that a hedge? Because you're you're well flipping this is coin. this is one of his. This is just a promotion he does. He still sold the furniture, and he collect, keeps my three thousand dollars. Right, you know, and of course he said somebody asked him, "Well, what happens if you lose?" He says, "Well, my wife's not going to be very happy with me, but it sure won't be the first time." That's all he said. You know, he uh, does. He's just it, he. This is the way he promotes stuff. Uh, and like I said, if if he loses the bet, he keeps my money. If he wins the bet, I get all my money back from him, and I get free furniture. 
This is a guy in Texas. Um, he'll win. I think he's going to win 7.7 mil off the Bengals. And he called, and he, he said, he said, I called Caesars to make sure they would take my entire bet. Uh, some places won't, won't do well, that. That's a lot of money. And he's, and Caesars have always been, he said, Caesars have always been really good and always taken all my bets. Well, it's, I, there's a lot of stories about big money coming in and not just the Super Bowl, but Benyon's horseshoe used to be downtown. Guy walked in one day with a briefcase and put a million dollars on one roll of the dice and he won. And old man Benyon come down out of the, the penthouse and, and, uh, was at his working, was dealing, it was a dealer in his end of the table when it happened and he okayed it. And he, and the guy came back. The guy came back in, I don't know, it was a couple of years later and, and basically lost it all back. So, I mean, it was, but that's just one of the many stories of stuff that goes on out there. I, I that's well over. I don't, uh, I don't have the, the, what's the, what's the term they use? Uh, I believe testicles of a camel <laughs> to, 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 to do that kind of stuff. I mean, I, I just, uh, you know, I, I, that's not for me. I, it's fun watching other people. Yeah, do it, you know, I agree. You know, I'm, but I, uh, I don't know. I don't think the thrill of winning, it would it wouldn't be a thrill. It would be just relief that I hadn't lost. Yeah, there would be there would be no I get it. Adrenaline rush would be oh no. my god, there's, there's, thank there's, god that's there's, over. There's, there's guys I mean, he's not the only one out I mean, look at some of these he's like an oil wildcatter. Are those guys that started in the R V business oh, up yeah, there? The original yeah, guys. Yeah. They all got the same that mindset, you know. You know, they're never they're never poor. All they're either nothing. flush or they're broke, and there's no in between. Yeah, and same with the oil, you know, wildcatters. All the, I mean, it's it's a different mindset. Yeah, but anyway, he's you know he's interesting to talk about, and and uh, so anybody that's listening out there, you know, if the Bengals win, you know, Mattress Mac's gonna make about seven point seven million on Mattress it, and there's gonna be a whole lot of people in Texas with free furniture. Mattress Mac. Well, that's and he's uh, it's, it's really pretty pop. He's really popular down there. I'm so. sure he is. I oh man, I don't think I could do that. No, I couldn't do I that. No way. I, I just I no, I couldn't do that. Well, we we got one song left. Let's play it. Want to play it? Yeah. This one's simple. This one will everybody will know this one. So the phones need to light up here. Five oh, seven be, the, four. The, the, the phones will burn up on this one. Five seven. <clears throat> you that that one does deserve a uh five seven four nine three six four zero nine six five seven four nine three six four zero nine six you will get the joy of being the knowledgeable person who knows the artist here this is uh this is a simple one though i think you a lot of people should have a shot at this so uh give us a call
I, I knew this one would be quick. Uh, hang on here. <laughs> so let's, let's, let's go to the phones. Call her your first name. Sherry. Sherry again. Sherry, how are you? Long time no no long time no talk. Good, yeah. I know, right? Uh, yeah. So so what's who's the artist? Elvis Presley. Elvis Presley. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. I told I told you the phone lines would burn up on this yeah, one. Yeah, they they would. Because that's that's that. He said, "Would my father-in-law be proud of me?" Yeah, there you go. Absolutely. There you go. Well, thank <laughs> thanks for playing our game. Bye. Bye. That is, uh, that is that is cool. She have a hat trick today. She had a hat trick today. Oh my! Uh, a couple of people well, on the, uh, on the text also had commemor- had commemorative for the the hockey all star game. She had a hat trick. Yeah, there you go. Which was in Vegas too, I guess. Um, it was the football all star game was yesterday. I thought the hockey hockey was too. I thought I'm it was coming not in. Sure. I think hockey was coming. No in. idea, but I know the Pro yeah. Bowl was there yesterday. So well, I bet those guys spent some money. The game. Oh, I imagine. They're um, all good, so they all make a lot of money. Yeah, uh, they contribute to the economy. Hey, uh, you know, we we touched on, uh, well, we touched on Magus, of course, and we didn't chase everybody. At least we didn't chase Sherry off today. No, we didn't. And uh, we, we touched a little bit on the Olympics, and we touched on the Super Bowl. And we have one more thing coming up uh, next Monday. We have Valentine's Day. Which is the theme of Which our music today. Which was the today. theme of the music yes. of the day. And uh, has Maggie told you what you're doing yet? No. Okay. When, when we will won't you, make when those you, plans. Until... When you, like she say, uh, get dressed. We're going somewhere Monday and get in the car. No. And just go. She'll, she'll wait for me to ask if she wants to do something. And then, uh... Oh, that's how she's not affirmative enough she can just step oh, right up she's, and she's definitely affirmative enough <laughs> she just is, is, is she doing just, this out of politeness well, i mean think about it wouldn't you prefer to be asked instead of you know what i'm saying it well makes you... sadie hawkins day changed everything you know the the females no, are no it did not females are per- perfectly capable they're of, capable do you think they want to fred Hey, no the, hey, the, 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 hey the, the, the girls nowadays, the younger ones, that you know, they just, hey, you know. I don't know about that. I I don't think that it'll ever, never, it, I, it will never stop being something that a woman or a girl wants to feel wanted by her significant other asking, can you go, let's have a date tonight. Let's go do something special. That That is something that every woman wants to hear. From her partner. Oh. Are, are you, you should just wait and see how long it is before they finally say something. No. No, because the fallout and repercussions from that are something that you... you really? Know, Does that cost you know, more in the be, long run? The nuclear war is what Oh, wow. Be. So, yeah, there well, would be a complete... Complete. Uh, which one of you has? Which one of you has the football with the nuclear codes on it in the house? Uh, that's not me. They don't even trust me with a television remote, let alone something really? like that. So yeah, I'm I'm old and feeble enough that I don't even get. Well, they probably thought you'd hunt around and see if Macbeth was on TV. Having you want to watch that? Having a cell phone is more than they they feel comfortable oh, well. with in my family. So well, they only they only have that so they know where you're at. Yeah. In case they want you to pick something up on the way home. Yeah, they're pinging me. Right now they're paying. I wonder if he's 
wandered off. Is he going to the grocery store yet and yeah, got what I wanted? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, we, what are well, your what are you? You're nothing, not going to have not any doing plans. Anything. I don't do anything. You don't even go out to dinner. Uh huh. Sandwich really? night. Yeah, I stay home. I stay home, balance. I you know I stay home New Year's uh, uh, New Year's Eve. Too, See, I do that now. They're amateur. It's all amateur nights, you know. I mean, the the I can go out any night of the week. It's just not. Yeah. Uh, I just don't do it. I, I don't do a lot of that stuff anymore. I, I I never really did. I used to slip out New Year's occasionally, but it was somewhere local. Yeah, I never uh, go out of town. I used to go. To, I went to Brass Rail a few times, but I just don't go. Yeah, I'd never out. go. I never go out of town. It's, no, uh, on, I just on New Year's because it's yeah, and, and, and it's anymore. Too far I mean, I've seen I've seen <laughs> I've seen so many New Years anymore. Uh, and matter of fact, I've been to Vegas twice for New Year's. I've uh, been there two two different. I was there for my thirtieth birthday with a couple friends, and I was back uh, twenty five years later. Uh, uh, so that, that was would be an interesting place. To, well, thir- when I was thirty, they shot them all off downtown, and now they got the canopy over everything. Yeah. And now they shoot them on the strip, and we stayed where we had a window overlooking the strip, and you could see them shooting all the way off. We were up, I don't know, eight, nine, ten floors, and stayed at the Orleans. We could see everything, and, and it was cold. It was, it was uh, 25, 30 degrees that night. And granted, it's the desert, so it is right. a dry cold, yeah. but still, it is still cold. Uh, that was okay. I mean, I'm just important. I just don't want to the hassle and everything else and trying to get in and out and you got to try to catch a cab in and get them as close and then try to catch one find one to get back wherever you're going unless you're staying on the strip and if you stay on the strip of course it's new year's so the price is all triple and you have to have so many days there of the triple right so anyway no i'm not doing anything i'll uh, probably stay home and uh, have a Peanut butter and jelly on whole wheat with the with the, you know. Uh, go wild, have it ha, go wild, have it on rye this time. Oh, I, I like rye bread. I Actually, rye I bread. do. I like I like rye bread. I like, like sourdough bread too. Yeah, I do too, but I'm I'm rye is without question the best bread. I think yeah, it's okay. Got some birthdays. Well, do you have any birthdays? Let's, uh, let's, I let's, think let's, I think poor old Don Wendell had another birthday. Really? I think it was yesterday. Uh, he's six. I, he's sixty-six. I can say that because I know how old he is, and he was also another of the greatest class that ever graduated from Plymouth High School, the class of nineteen seventy-four. There you go, Don. Happy birthday! Hope your daughters didn't drive you nuts yesterday. <laughs> Whoever gets the winner on Friday gets four cupcakes from La Dessert Cafe, also free small drink from the Coffee Lodge when they have our birthday drawing. Now it's time for anniversaries. Hear your name going to wish you a happy anniversary the flintstones will sing to you festively and uh, you will be eligible for 50 bucks from deaton clemens van gilder funeral home uh, when we have our drawing at the end of the month and happy anniversary to john and dawn sellers who got married uh, yesterday well i mean the anniversary was yesterday. Johnny, Johnny Sellers? Yes. Johnny used to be John, a wrestler. John and Dawn. Happy Johnny, birthday. Johnny or happy was, birthday Johnny, to Johnny your... Was, Johnny was a wrestler. Happy birthday to your wedding, I guess. I think, but, he's uh, reti- I think he retired. He worked out, I think he worked out the hospital. He retired. So Nice guy. Grew up down. Grew up a block over and down the street from me. 50 bucks on the line from Deaton Clemens Van Gilder Funeral Home. Yeah. So make sure you get your anniversaries in here. You got anything you want to buy, sell, or trade? 
Uh, uh, no. Okay. I'll tell you what. If I if I buy some three thousand worth of furniture, and I get it free, maybe I'll turn around and sell it and see how much I can pocket off the whole thing. But not today. Oh man. Only if the Bengals win. Anyway, get your stuff in here. We'll give you four days for free. If you want to buy, sell, trade, or give away something. Um, soon we'll have yard sales, too. We'll be coming up in another, about another month and a half, two months. So. so get that stuff into us. We'll uh, we'll help you out. And that's all I got. How about you? That all you got? I that's all I've got. Uh, we pretty well were all over the map today. We got to... Uh, Congratulate uh, Plymouth girls. Absolutely. Uh, the Plymouth uh, girls basketball team won a sectional at Mishawaka. I'm sure it was very difficult for Dean Huppert to give Plymouth the trophy. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it it probably was. not only for being uh, the athletic director at Mishawaka, but <laughs> also for growing up in Bremen. Uh, I'm sure he hated that with a passion. Yeah. But he stepped up to the plate like a good, good trooper <laughs> and uh, and uh, did it. Uh, I want to congratulate him. I want to wish him well in the regional. Very much uh, so. Play well, and, uh, and uh, you know, you are representing Plymouth, so play well and, and uh, do a good job, and congratulations on a, on a wonderful win. Big win, sexual title. So uh, good for you guys. And we will have that game right here Saturday. Where, they, where do they play at? Going to play at Laporte, and I am not sure when I looked the last time we played the winner at Munster, and I'm not sure they've had their final yet. I think they've had the snow. They might they, they might not have because there was a lot yeah. of schools up in that way. That and was, I, I got a feeling. I, I'll to, look that would again. be tonight. That would be tonight yeah. if they're playing. So. I wrote the story Saturday night, and I was <laughs> well, looking, and it yeah, seemed to me know. that they, w- they had uh, – it looked like they were – playing on tuesday was what i could decide. oh they're playing on they're not playing on monday they're playing on tuesday i think they are i think they had to, to kick everything back now uh culver is doing that they're still uh they're doing tonight aren't they tonight they have their semifinals, and then yeah. tomorrow will be the final yeah. uh another culver girl went off rose peterson scored 37 points the other night in that wow game. so that's I don't think people understand how difficult it is to score that many points when you're playing eight-minute quarters. You're, you're yeah. only getting three. If somebody, like in a JV game. Is she, scored, is she, uh, is she guard or is she inside? Oh, she's guard. Okay. So, yeah, if you're, if you're in it's a not, JV game, not, 20 it's, points it's is not ridiculous. Will, will still in there, you know, no. getting lobs in. No, 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 no. Okay. That, those days are over. Fred. Yeah, guards are too good these days. Yeah, I know. Not, I understand. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, guards have always, you know, well, Plymouth. If you look at Plymouth's programs over the years, we don't put out big guys. We put out guards, and it's a guards game. And, an occasional, an occasional forward, but we put out guards. Look at state champions anymore, and people that win in the NBA. They're the teams that have the best guards. Yeah, they got to handle. They got to be able to handle the ball. Yep. You know, so. so that's that. It's become that kind of game. Well, uh, enjoy the Olympics. Uh, enjoy the Super Bowl. And enjoy, take all your winnings from the Super Bowl and spend it on Valentine's Day. Good idea. All right. All right. Uh, Thanks thanks for uh, letting me in the studio. That's fine. Keeping the door unlocked for me. Door's always unlocked. I always enjoy it. I hope the listeners do. Um, We will be back tomorrow at 9. We'll have, uh, I believe, Kevin Overmeyer, Commissioner's Day. Tomorrow. Oh, so, so I was the warm-up act for him? Yeah, you're the warm-up act yeah, for, yeah. for him. So uh, anyway, have yourselves a great day. We'll yeah. be back tomorrow at 9. <laughs>